You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we're going to be diving in and giving you some tips on managing your money because that's what we're here for in business and helping us is Carrie Poplars of Local Ledgers LLC. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to chat. Oh, thanks for having me on the podcast, Brittany. I'm really excited too to be on your show. I'm a big fan of you. (laughs) So yeah, we actually met, is it three years? I feel like it's been like three years. Yeah. I feel like that's somewhat accurate, right? (laughs) Um, And I needed somebody to look at my books because they were a hot mess and she did a cleanup because they were such a disaster. And I was like, oh, these are beautiful and amazing and I'm going to keep up with it and it's going to be great. And then two months later, I was like, hey, guess what? I'm not keeping up with it. I'm just going to need you to take them. (laughs) Like, please just do them. (laughs) Um, And then I've had the pleasure of working with her and her team as an integrator and helping them to create their strategy and make sure day-to-day operations and systems get them to their goals. So worked in a couple different capacities, but you can read about Carrie in her bio in the show notes. But Carrie, you want to just kind of dive in and tell us a little bit about your story? Sure, sure. Um, So I a business degree with finance emphasis. And um, I stayed home with my kids for a long time. And then I um, opened a restaurant. And I had a restaurant with a business partner for five years, which was quite a journey. I, I am grateful for not having a restaurant. I didn't know that. I did not know that. You didn't? No, yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> it was like business school. 101 is all yeah. I can say. Yep. You know, it was, I learned a lot about the restaurant industry. Um, I learned about partnerships and I learned about small business. And that's what really led me to do what I do today, which is the bookkeeping and accounting for small businesses. I realized, you know, having lived that life and that journey, um, I realized how important it was to support your local businesses to keep them alive and make that connection. And, um, it's really a great place for me to be because I feel like I get to sit on everybody's boards. You know, I'm on there. I'm part of everyone's teams of all my clients and they're all different and they're all amazing. And, you know, it's just, it's been a great journey for me and I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I did not know that. So I come from restaurant industry as well and did hospitality for a really long time. Um, I worked for mostly bigger corporate restaurants, so it was a little bit different. But um, yeah, I mean, small businesses need so much support in especially the money and finance area, right? And like keeping track of that to make sure they're doing it right. (laughs) Because there's a lot of small businesses that aren't tracking that kind of stuff. And honestly, like the income and revenue and expenses are kind of the lifeblood of the business. So got to make sure you have a good pulse on that. So, (laughs) um, so, all right, so we're going to dive into some questions. So what would you say is probably the number one reason that people kind of wait to bring on a bookkeeper and maybe why they wait to bring somebody on? Um, I think the number one reason is people think that they can't afford it. You know, they, 
they think that it's, you know, they don't make enough money. How will they pay for that? Um, and in reality, I think it's, um, you know, if you just think about how much you would have to make in sales increase to cover that, it is easy, easy to justify. I mean, you can, you, it's your, you know, it's our sweet spot, what we do. And it's something that you have to keep learning and it causes stress. And if you could just, you know, put that aside and, you know, earn that money back, earn extra sales to cover that, you know, it's easy. It is no brainer. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the same with like what I do, right? It's, it's somewhat hard to justify just from a number standpoint, but you also see like how much time has been saved and how many other things you can do that are revenue generating when you have organized systems. <laughs> I think exactly. that's, I think that's the same thing with, with bookkeeping. I do think a lot of people are like, Oh gosh, it's going to cost so much. There's no way that I can afford that. And I mean, I somewhat thought that when I started actually, so I could for sure see that. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think another reason too is that people are embarrassed, you know, they're embarrassed of how their bookkeeping looks and you know, they, they don't, they don't have confidence that doing it correctly and they're probably, they're probably not, but so they're embarrassed to have an expert come in and look at their books and see how they've been doing it. And, you know, they, what they don't understand is, you know, almost all of our clients, their books are a mess. That's why they bring us in. Yep. (laughs) And we have absolutely no judgment and quite the opposite. You know, we love to take a mess and get it all untangled and presented in a nice clean package that the business owner can either maintain or just use the numbers to, that we provide to, you know, run their business more efficiently. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that was also me. (laughs) Are you talking to me? (laughs) Um, Because I was an organizer, right? But like, I'm good at organizing everything else except for that. (laughs) Like, um, I knew I was supposed to have some sort of accounting software. I knew I was supposed to have like some organization to it, but I'm like, this hurts my brain. I can't. (laughs) And I was embarrassed because I was like, this is what I do. How am I supposed to be like, here, come look at my insanely messy books (laughs) that are a disaster. So yeah, I can for sure see. I think there's parallels and systems with that too, right? Like no one wants to let me in the back end of their business and be like, Hey, look at the mess I created. Well, it's kind of the same though. I mean, yeah. I felt very, when you took a look at my systems or lack thereof, you know, I was very embarrassed too. So it, it works both ways. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, um, you kind of touched on business owners being able to save money instead of just spending money to have a bookkeeper on and have a bookkeeper come on the team. What are some of the different ways that a business owner can save money while working with you and, and different ways that they, that, that can happen? Well, like I did touch on, you know, it opens them up to make more money because they don't have this stress and this overwhelm of having to try to figure out their books and how to classify things. Um, Another way is when you have your financials all organized and you can see that you're spending way too much on software that you don't even use, you know, you can, it's in a nice little package. It's in one account and you can see that, um, you know, this software program you haven't used in two years and you've been paying monthly for it. So it sorts out, you know, where the expenses are going and if you really need them. Yeah, for sure. I, I see that a lot, even just auditing just from a system standpoint in businesses as they're like, I signed up for this other CRM and I have like four of them and I think I'm paying for like three of them. And I'm like, okay, we're going to fix that. (laughs) 
So yeah, it definitely, I think a time savings, but like you said, finding things that maybe they're spending too much money on in specific areas that they didn't realize because it wasn't all condensed into one space or softwares that they don't need. Yeah. I love that. It's awesome. Um, Exactly. Also identify revenue streams too, that, you know, are much more profitable. You know, once you see it all organized and see them in different income accounts, you know, you realize that you're making a lot more money doing this product or doing this service, but maybe you should, you know, channel your efforts more in that direction. Yeah. And I think that's huge because I think a lot of times if you don't have that information and you're just going with it, right? Like you're pushing one specific thing, but then if you have these reports and you can see that one specific thing you're pushing is only giving you 20% of your income, we should probably shift our priorities. Exactly. I love that. Um, so if somebody's kind of in the DIY stage, what are some of the top mistakes you kind of see them doing that kind of lead them down this road of getting to a very messy back end of their books? So some of the, some of the mistakes that they, when they're trying to do it themselves, what are the things that they run into their obstacles? Um, it's mostly, you know, just putting it off, you know, they dread doing it so much because they're not sure what to do. So they put it off and, you know, we know all know how that goes. You know, one day becomes a week, becomes a month, becomes a quarter, becomes the end of the year. And you had such high hopes in January, but now it's tax time again and you, you have nothing, you know? So I honestly think that putting it off just leads to so much overwhelm and stress that just builds on each other. That's the, the key one. And the other one is not taking time to learn the proper way to do something. So you kind of just keep snowballing and just kind of sticking it somewhere different each time. And, you know, yeah. then, then you have a mess on your hands for sure. For sure. Which may, like you had kind of talked about tax time, right? So that makes it really difficult. And then that, that time is super, super stressful because then you're trying to do a year's worth of stuff in like three weeks, <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> which and, is know, not you- fun. <laughs> Exactly. And you know, if you, if you have an expense that you did last week, you're going to remember what you bought at on Amazon last week, but you're not necessarily going to remember what you did nine months ago. So yeah, no, I remember when you guys were cleaning up my books and you were asking me those questions. I was like, I don't know what I bought in January. What do you mean? (laughs) You're like, well, you need to know. And I was like, that's going to take a lot of digging. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, putting it off, like, like I said, even when I, so I had you guys clean it up and I was like, all right, it's fresh. It's clean. I'm going to stick with it. Literally two months in, I stopped and I, I put it off and I was like, oh, we'll just get to that next week. We'll try that next week. And two months later, I was like, nope, we have to stop this right now. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. So say somebody has been doing it themselves. They're super overwhelmed. It is very, very messy. They know they need to hire somebody. What should a business owner look for in a bookkeeper when they're starting to look at hiring? Well, um, definitely knowledge and experience. Yeah. Um, you want someone that actually, you know, understands accounting for sure. A lot of these software packages that, you know, DIYers use or, and new bookkeepers use assumes a lot of stuff and does a lot for you. Unfortunately, what they assume isn't necessarily correct. So you have to understand what, is actually going on and understand the accounting. And the other thing is definitely um, confidence and trust and connection with that bookkeeper. Because 
if you think about it, you know, as a bookkeeper that's in your bank account and in your financials, you know, we actually know almost everything that goes on in your business. Because if you think about it, everything goes through your bank account at some point. And so, um, you know, it's a very personal relationship. And if, if you don't really connect with the person or like them, you know, (laughs) you know, then it's, then it's really hard because you're, you're kind of, you know, butting heads a little and, and, you know, it's more of a caustic relationship. So I do think that, you know, trust and connection is really um, important that I think it's often overlooked and it's really can lead to, it can lead to a great relationship if you have that connection. Yeah. And I think a lot of people I've talked to that have bookkeepers too, they're like, yeah, I talked to them at tax time. I'm like, "Mm, I feel like you should probably have some check-ins at some point (laughs) throughout the year or maybe some communication of some sort or like just hop on the phone and chat. (laughs) Um, I I definitely think that that's key and, and you shouldn't just pass. And I think you should know, like you said, right? Like having some of that knowledge of what that's supposed to look like. I was actually just talking about this on my last podcast I recorded. Um, as a business owner, you should know the very basics of every aspect of your business, even if you're not the one doing it. So I feel like you should have an understanding, not that you need to know as a business owner, like in depth, but I think you should have an understanding too, before you try to outsource that. Um, but a good bookkeeper will also teach you that stuff along the way to make sure that you're, you know, what's going on and you know what terminology they're talking about and that kind of thing. So we really like to teach our clients, yeah. you know, what their numbers mean and um, what they represent and how they can, they affect their business. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, even I look at my financial statements, I'm like, oh, cool. Those are cool reports. <laughs> and then, I, then I'm like, all right, I should probably take some time and to look, to look into those. And I do. And if I have questions, you guys are on top of it. And yeah, I think the education piece is huge because Again, as a business owner, I think you need to make sure you have a basic understanding of everything, even if you are outsourcing that. So um, Carrie does a really great job with that. We're actually creating some fancy new resources too. So keep a lookout. (laughs) Are you running your business or is it running you? If you have 27 tabs open, three different browser windows, two digital storage drives, and you feel like you can never find anything or be productive, you need my business management course. My Talk Trello to Me course will allow you to save five hours a week, triple your productivity, and increase your profit in your business. This course was made inside of Trello, a free project management tool, but I provide training on how to move these templates to Asana, ClickUp, Monday.com, and more. So steal my exact system that I use to manage all the moving pieces without letting things slip through the cracks in my online business. You even get a video training for each template to see exactly how we use the system behind the scenes at BCO. Go to TalkTrello2Me.com and click on the Talk Trello to Me button now. Who wouldn't want to spend $97 to gain five hours every single week? So what kinds of systems do business owners need to kind of manage all of this if they are still in the DIY phase or if they've upgraded and are starting to move into having somebody do that? Well, it's really, I mean, to your point, it's really, you know, having systems and processes in place, you know, in accounting as well, because you know, real small startup businesses can definitely do it with a spreadsheet as long as they stay on top of it, you know, and just, you know, I recommend daily doing your, your receipts and your expenses, but you know, you can do it on a spreadsheet if you don't have a lot of transactions and a lot of different bank accounts and credit card accounts. 
Um, most of our clients use QuickBooks Online, and um, which has several plans. It's pretty affordable. Um, it it connects to your bank account, so that's what most of our clients do use. And um, it's really just staying on top of it. So having your own process, like with your yeah. receipts and keeping them organized, and when you put them in, and what you classify them as, and have a little cheat sheet. So that's really the the system. So you don't want me to bring you a trash bag of receipts? <laughs> oh, no. I've seen them before. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. Yeah. I, uh, when I organize people's houses before I did my business online, I, I saw lots of that, <laughs> like yeah. the physical receipts and papers and invoices and all the things. And I, I mean, it, it gets out of hand quickly if you don't have your own kind of organization system. I actually have a folder and well, it's like a, I don't know, like a file thingy and it's got 12 different folders inside of it. So I just labeled it for each month and I literally just like stick all the receipts in there. Now, a lot of mine are online now because I've got the online yeah. business, but, um, so I don't have a ton of paper receipts, but if I go do coffee with somebody or whatever, like obviously I'm going to expense that, yeah. <laughs> but you have to have the receipt for that. So, um, yeah, definitely having some systems in place for just your kind of daily routine or weekly routine. If you don't do it weekly, you at least have to do it monthly. It is not something you should put off until the quarter. <laughs> exactly. And now there's so many, you know, we're completely virtual. Our firm is, we, we have clients, as you know, you know, yep. all across, across the country. And so, um, you know, everything is digital. Now we have, um, we don't personally have a lot of paper. I do have a couple of clients that still like the paper part, but I make them keep those parts and just kind of, you know, scan them and, you know, digitally send them to us. So we keep everything filed that way, which yeah, it's actually a good point that you brought up because I think people, I don't know, when they think of bookkeepers, they think that it has to be somebody where they live so that they can bring them the paper receipts. But like you said, we're in such a digital world now that everything is really able to be done over the computer. Exactly. It's great. I love it. Love it. Um, so maybe let's go into kind of just transition a little bit, but maybe a important business lesson that you've learned as you have been building your business. Well, systems and processes. <laughs> I don't, it sounds like a setup, Brittany, but um, you know, it, it, I swear it, I didn't tell her to say that. <laughs> did not. But it, it is, it allows you to scale. It allows you to, um, you know, run your business more efficiently. We now, I have a team now that works with me. And so, you know, if, if I didn't have those processes, I couldn't, you know, guarantee that my clients were getting great service and the same service that I would offer them. So I would definitely say that that's what I learned. You know, when I started, I thought I can do it all and it, it can all be in my head, but yeah. <laughs> um, my head is really full now. And so <laughs> it's yeah. not the best way. No. And I, th I think that's, especially when people are just starting, it's so hard to kind of grasp the fact that like you would have a team and like other people doing what you do and that kind of thing. But it, it happens quick, especially if you're really good at what you do and you're, you have really good client service and customer service. Like they just keep referring you. <laughs> I know I've sent tons of people to, I'm like, just, just call Carrie, just call Carrie, just take your receipt well, bag to Carrie. <laughs> That is, that is really true though. I mean, it does happen fast. You know, yeah. when I started, I kept, I was talking to a couple other bookkeepers and they were talking about all the clients they had in the team. And I was just like, yeah, right. But yeah, you know, it does go fast. And so if you, you need to have those processes in place so that you 
stay sane and can be successful for sure. Yeah. And I think just to kind of speak to what we're doing with Carrie too, is we, we, that's the main process that we focused on was her client journey and client experience, because she wants to make sure that she's giving the best service to her clients. And it's really hard to do the same process every time if it's not something that's documented. So we really went through and cleaned that up and, and streamlined that, not just for her, but for her clients, because it just makes such a huge difference. So again, like small business, it's hard to think about investing in someone to do your bookkeeping or to do your systems, but it is really going to help you scale in the long run. So, right. I mean, imagine what you, the amount of stress, if you have stress that you an overwhelm because your books are a mess and every day you're thinking about having to do that. So imagine yeah. <laughs> if that is just off your plate and oh, yes. you could focus on what you're really good at, what you really enjoy doing. I think the extra income to pay for that would actually. I can tell you it's amazing. Like not having to ever look at them until they send me the reports and then I can just check them out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> like, I don't, I can't go back to not having this. Like it's not, it's not a thing. So um, do you have a favorite productivity hack for how you get stuff done? I'm putting you on the spot too. I don't think I sent you these. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get stuff done? Um, I will say it's using um, Asana and um, my calendar to blocking time. That really has helped. Yes. I think everyone, I, again, I think a lot of small business owners don't think they need a project management tool, but they have to think about it as like, not just project management, but like task management even. Because there's so, you have so many things going on as a business owner. Like even with however many clients you have and then your two team members, like there's just so many moving pieces constantly. So yeah, I think it's- If you can map them out, it's easier to process them for sure. Yeah. And then just planning and stuff too. It makes it so much easier for like hitting goals and things. (laughs) But awesome. Um, Anything else that you want to cover that you think would be helpful for um, small businesses or just people that are kind of getting started in business that they need to manage their money better or anything like that? I would say just, you know, take the time to just learn a little bit and have, you know, confidence and, you know, look at it every day just to get into the habit because so many people keep saying, I don't understand that. I'm not good at numbers. I don't get that. You know, I don't, you can be good at numbers and you can, you can look at those numbers and know what they mean with a little, you know, um, we do some trainings, but you can also do, you know, learn a little bit about them and ask some questions because I think people are very intimidated by that and they don't want to look stupid, but everyone had to learn that at some point, you know, I went to college for it. So it's not, those aren't stupid questions. I think it actually proves that a business owner is a good, you know, CEO because they, they take the time to learn those, ask those questions and learn what they need to know. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I've been in business for almost five years and there's still stuff where I'm like, uh, I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know the the baseline, the basics, but, uh, should I know more? (laughs) So I think that continued education piece is huge, which actually leads me into my next point. Um, so you, at the time of this recording, you've got some awesome stuff coming up. We have workshops that we are going to be pushing out. Uh, where's the best place that they could maybe sign up for that or jump into it? Or do you want to give them maybe just your website with your freebie as well? so that they can hear about it when it comes out? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, it's localledgersllc.com. 
and that's our website. And we have, we'll have all the information of the workshop that we're launching in September. So it's about how to DIY your bookkeeping and set it up in one month. And um, yeah, you can learn. We have lots of new stuff coming out all the time. And you can also check out our bookkeeping services there as well. Yes. And you have, oh, you have an organizing your receipts thing too. Yeah. Yeah. We have a freebie there. Yeah. Um, So anybody that has bags of receipts, (laughs) go, go check that out because uh, she'll help get your, your stuff streamlined so that you can have more organized expenses and things. Yeah. 10 steps to organizing your receipts. And you know, I would say baby steps. Yes. Yes. I mean, it was just like when I organized people's houses, like we started with a junk drawer. And then we moved to a cabinet and then we moved to the next cabinet. Like you can't do it all in one day. Same thing with systems. You can't overhaul an entire business in one day. So you just got to take those baby steps. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody go check out her website, localledgersllc.com. We'll also drop that in the show notes. Um, And also if you guys are looking to become a more profitable service provider without working 17 hours a day, uh, go check out our four part framework masterclass. The link for that will be in the show notes as well. And we will see you guys again next time. Thank you. It was fun. Yay. 